The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching, where we help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me this week is... Hello, I'm Abby Marison. I am one of the education program managers for Festival Bridge, and I have 10 years under my belt as teaching uh, in a primary school. Hi, I'm Rob. I'm currently teaching year four class in Milton Keynes, but I've worked in every key stage, key stage two downwards. And today we are exploring maths learning outcomes with this week's folktale from Taiwan. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for No Tigers on the Table. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you sign up as an epic educator, you'll also get a copy as an ebook or paperback illustrated by the marvellous Mario Coelho, the full audiobook for you to download at any time, and even some tips for telling the story yourself. Right now, though, let's continue our discussion with Abby, Rob and Mr. Chen and his family and the tiger and all of the villagers up on this table. <laughs> Who would like to start us off with the maths in this story? Should we start at the, at the lower end? Yeah, let's start at the lower end today. Let's start with the young ones. There is a book that I know the title is How Many Legs? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that the illustrator is Kez Gray, who did Oi Frog and, and all of the other Oi stories. I'm probably not going to um, credit the right people on it, but that's a story that you can use in exactly the same way with this story. So the idea, that's a picture book. It's really lovely. It's all these people coming along to a party, all these animals, I should say. Uh, and the question is, how many legs are there? So, of course, mm. you're counting in multiples of of, how, of the different animals, uh, whether they're two-legged animals, four-legged animals. I think an octopus comes, a crab comes, all these different. And then it says, so how many legs are there? And, of course, you've got to count the table. So you could uh. do the same thing. Yeah, because you've got four <laughs> table legs. And you've got the, the extra tall chairs the for chairs this one as, as well. well. Yeah. So um, with this story, because you, if you actually did tell the reader how many villages there were as a teacher and say, well, in this story, this village is this size. And, mm. and they could then have to work out how many, um, so including Mr. Chen and his granddaughter and his grandson, you know, how many legs are there? Well, we're counting in twos. So you could do some really nice, simple kind of counting in twos with that if you if you wanted mm. to take that. And, and depending on what what you're wanting to to really reinforce with your or it's a nice starter you know you you often start your your maths lessons um in in counting counting in twos counting in tens so uh, it's quite a quite a nice introduction to your maths i hope this book series that that you just mentioned when they were asked to count the legs didn't include the octopus because yeah, octopi octopuses oh, don't have yeah. any legs don't do they the, the, the octopus doesn't have legs i think it does in this one. Oh. That's mm. interesting. That's a curveball. <laughs> um, so I've just done a quick search and it's by Kez Gray. Thank you. <laughs> and it's illustrated by uh, Jim Field. Oh, it is both of the, it's the author and the illustrator of the other series. Yeah, I've got it somewhere in my bookshelf. <laughs> Thank you for that, Rob. That's okay. Um, That's cool. It'll also be in our list of resources with the podcast. So. Yeah, but it's, um, it's nice because you can actually bring in the dog, the tiger, You've got questions like Chip's just brought up, you know, does the tiger have four legs? 
or, you know, as we were talking about yesterday with the tiger who came to tea, you very much imagine it as having two legs and two arms because it's oh, all stood true, upright. Yeah. Hmm. But a, a, a tiger normally would be on all, all four of its legs, hmm. you call it its legs. So, yeah, you've got, you've got some good math questions around that. Um, <laughs> and then if you wanted to go into non-standard measuring, you could use this really nicely as well. So I think it lends itself so well to to doing measuring because of the, the height of the table and suddenly the table's gone from a, a nice family dinner table height to, you know, you have to climb to get up there. So um, what I was imagining is getting some pieces of paper, drawing a tiger on it and making sure that each of those tigers were 10 centimetres in height and then using however many tigers you need to measure different things. So you've oh, got okay. these tigers that are 10 centimetres. So you're always going in multiples of 10. So it's really useful, you know. Okay, so for some young people, they might be actually just measuring how many tigers because that's, um, you know, it's one tiger, it's two tigers tall. Hmm. With your more able or depending on what age you're teaching, you might say, okay, if you've got the table is uh, three tigers tall, so three multiplied by 10, you know, how... How many centimetres tall is it? So um, just using that that visual aid as your ruler rather than yeah. a ruler and, and thinking about non-standard units of measure and measuring all the things around the classroom. And well, in the same. story, of course, the, the table is made to be four teachers tall. It so is, Could yes. you do that actually with like a little photographic representation of your teacher of your or... teacher of course you could yeah yeah i didn't think about it. yeah my, i think my, my brain initially went to getting the you know the teachers and and supporting teachers in your classroom laid out and measure how long they are in the, in total and then thinking oh, i wonder how uh, our listeners would feel about being uh, <laughs> all, all laid out on the floor and measured but it's, it's another yeah, way you can your children go. are going along with the the meter wheel or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look a little bit like that scene from Goldfinger, perhaps. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, th I think it, it it's nice the the avenues you can you can go to with this, but just keeping it all linked in with the with the topics. So yeah, counting and measuring is uh, is where I'm I'm going with this today. Smashing. Well, let's count our way up the years then into seven to eleven. What do you have for us, maths wise, Rob? I've got some similar ideas to you, Abby, actually. I've got I've written down standard and non-standard measurements. Mm -hmm. but, and I was I was envisaging laying your teacher down. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> measuring them. Has slightly more faith in your ages seven to eleven than the uh, five yeah. to seven. He, he's um, obviously uh, saying you can do this with me. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then sit and then work out well, how tall is four versions of Mr. Small, me. Mm. Mm. Not Mr. Small, the character, but my surname <laughs> is Small. Um, I was going to say, you're, you're um, definitely not uh, a, yeah. <laughs> a, an example of nominative determinism. <laughs> yeah, and say, okay, well, if I know that Mr. Small is uh, 1.7 metres, how, how much is four of that? Mm. What else can I find that is the same? If, if I measure a different teacher, what am I going to find that's the same as that? Because not uh, there are many humans who are exactly the same height mm. in a school. So looking at that, and then I kind of thought, okay, well, for my year five and six, the upper end, I might start looking at scaling the numbers up and down. Say okay. if the and it's kind of a bit blue sky thinking, not with all the rain falling on the table, but blue sky thinking. <laughs> um, if the table's been enlarged four times, how tall must the house be? How tall must 
how tall could you make everything else so it's so it looks like normal size compared to I see. Yeah. How it is bigger, and then what happens if the house is only three meters tall? How much do I need to scale the mm. the house down? So really, kind of investigative maths. Yeah. And then I came up with another one, which is kind of to do with counting, kind of to do with animals. There are twelve animals in the Chinese zodiac. Mm-hmm. So work backwards and work out when, what year, different people were born, counting back in twelves. Yeah. Now, if you're working with key stage two, none of them are going to be 12 years old, but they're going to have to work out what year they were born. And then you can work out, for example, if you know how old uh, an adult is, if they're they're a multiple of 12, it's even easier. But Mm -hmm. what year were they born? Ah, yeah, that could be great. So, yeah, that was it. I, I I am a tiger, by the way, just so we know. Are you? Oh, yeah. yeah, that explains yeah. why you're wearing the red and white. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're lucky I didn't put my tiger onesie on. I nearly did. Oh, <laughs> oh no! That no, would be I, I, yeah, I would have. I would have loved that. I don't actually know what animal I am. I'm going to have to have a little, uh, a little investigation. You know, I'm I'm a pig, um, but I have no idea what that actually means. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really looked at it for ages and ages and ages, and. I don't know. I, I don't immediately look at you, Rob, and, and think stubborn and cantankerous. <laughs> uh, on, a, on a good day, I'm not. But <laughs> That's all we have time for today, folks. If you try out any of these ideas, or if you'd like us to help you teach a topic you are soon to cover with your young learners, please let us know on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective, memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. Tomorrow, the village of Sinkang will help us teach science. But right now, it only remains for us to say cheerio and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! cheerio. And, and we, we hope, hope to, to hear, hear your, your story, story soon! soon.